Happy holidays, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Truth. On this week's episode, we're joined by a special guest, our good friend Marisol, who you might recall from our episode about passions. She's back, and this week we're talking all about Christmas. We go over our traditions and some of our favorite moments of the holiday season, including foods, just memories from childhood, and all that good stuff. This episode has been one of our most fun to record in our whole history of doing the good, the bad, and the truth. And I don't want to spoil it for you, so I'm going to recommend that you curl up with a blankie and some cocoa and just settle in for some laughs. All right, enjoy, and once again, happy holidays. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Good, The Bad, and The Truth. We are here today with Casey, Deborah, and our special guest is back, Marisol. Woo! Glad to have you back. Welcome back. Oh, so how's everybody doing? Good. Everyone's good? Good. A little chilly, but you know. Yeah, (laughs) it is. It is cold right now. So, Panda, you want to give us the days of for today? So it's the week of Christmas, December 23rd, and there's a lot happening today. Um, First off, it is Forefathers Day, which is in honor of the forefathers of the nation. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's really supposed to be the 22nd, but that falls on a Sunday. It rolls over to the 23rd. Okay. She got all, Marisol's smiling because that's her birthday. So your birthday oh, wait, her birthday's <laughs> December 22nd? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, happy she's, pre-birthday. She's yeah. Well, at this point, it's happy belated birthday. Yeah. Oh, true. Okay. Yeah. Daily, daily, short. Oh, uh, she's a Capricorn. Yes. Yeah. Mm, uh, the other December. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, they celebrate this day like in Massachusetts. And it's very interesting because they say it's two clubs, one called the Old Colony Club and one called the Mayflower Society. I'm fascinated. Yeah. And they like do like a recreation, like a succotash dinner Ooh. as part of the celebration. And it's like just a whole thing. Like, I don't know. So it's really interesting. And, like, they do partly, like, a first Thanksgiving thing. So I think it's really interesting that it's so late in the year because we always think, like, oh, I'm going to have Thanksgiving in November. It's also, and forgive my pronunciation, Pfeffernoose Day. Anyone know what a Pfeffernoose is? Nope. 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 It's a cookie. Oh. It's a German spice cookie. And it gets its own day. So, Oh, Pfeffernoose. I'd eat it. It's it's a cute word. Pfeffernoose. I wonder where we could find this cookie. I don't know. I wonder if that German bakery, like it, or there's German one in San Francisco. Yeah, maybe they have pepperonuses. They might. We'll have to get into it. Pepperonuses. It's also <laughs> National Roots Day, where you're supposed to look into like your family heritage and history. Oh, why was I thinking like hair roots? Tackle that shit. Yeah. Don't walk into my house with those roots showing. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, and then a day that I think Jill will love. December 23rd is Festivus. Oh. Who's that for? Seinfeld. The rest of us. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So Festivus is from the show Seinfeld. And it's for people who don't like like the commercialization of Christmas and stuff like that. So it's Festivus for the rest of us. It's to celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. You you also those people who don't celebrate Christmas. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's oh. not like it's it's just it's a creative thing from the show. But people really like Seinfeld. Yeah, it's a thing like oh, best of us for the rest of us, and so you can air your grievances at dinner time. <laughs> I actually haven't <laughs> met anybody recently. I feel like back in the day, like a lot of older people like Seinfeld, but like recently, You're like people here with Jill, <laughs> I didn't know that she loved Seinfeld. Like I haven't heard of Seinfeld in like years. Have mm-hmm. you? Nope. Oh, yeah. Did you hear of Seinfeld ever? Yeah, I have. I was checking. Okay. I grew up watching it with my parents. Oh, and so, okay. like, that's okay. why I'm a yeah, fan Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like 
yeah, when I was younger, like older people, they mm-hmm. liked Seinfeld. They were really into it. Um, and I remember I never, maybe it was because my mom really didn't like it. That's why I never yeah. got into it. But yeah, like I don't really hear people, you know, people are like all about the office and mm-hmm. whatnot. I still see people talk about it a lot. Really? I follow like three pages of oh Instagram my God. and all like Seinfeld Halloween costume last year and she was George and it was fucking amazing. Oh like, my god. She like went to the set. She bought the miniature version of the set. They put it out like last year. It was oh. very like... She's like really into it. Like it's hardcore and she's like this like amazing fashion blogger. It's, it's her jam. That's great. <laughs> so I think it's really funny. But um... So yeah, as I said, you air your grievances during dinner. You put up the Festivus pole which is like an abandoned aluminum pole. You do feats of strength. <laughs> um... And then there should be a Festivus miracle. Should I have that for my birthday party theme next year? We should. <laughs> Festivus. Festivus. <laughs> that would be amazing. And then it's also the first day of Hanukkah, guys. Oh, yeah. I love so, that. So, December 23rd. It's popping off. It's a great day. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. There you go. So, welcoming back, Marisol. How are you? How's everything been? How's life? Um, Things are good. Mm-hmm. I... The snow is crazy in the mountains right now, so it's like a hiker's dream right now to go hiking. Oh, yeah. But also, it's the time where you have to be super extra cautious because you have to get, like, extra gear to go up to the snow. Mm -hmm. So I'm debating on whether I want to tamper into that because that gear is expensive. It's expensive, right? Yeah. Yeah. For, like, an ice axe that will save your life in case you fall off the edge is $100. Um, $100. $100 for your life. I told you to request this. For Secret Santa. A hundred dollars? An ice card? Gift card. Like to REI. Yeah. 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 That's true. So there's that. Um, And then I've just, since the last time I've been here, I've been, well, I went camping, went to Big Mm -hmm. Pine Lakes. Yeah. And that was beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. Where's that at? Um, In Lone Pine Bishop area. Oh, okay. Oh, that's far. Yeah. I mean, it was like three, four hours Mm -hmm. drive. Um, Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. (laughs) Why are Um, you laughing? Say what happened there. Say what, is that the one with the tent? No, oh, that was my backpacking. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> well, tell it. Let, yeah. let her tell her keep stories. Going, going, Wait, I think the backpacking was before I came. No, no, after. No, I think it was after. Oh, yeah. Okay, so like after, you went on your first backpack overnight, right? So my ba- oh yeah, I yeah. went on my first backpack overnight, and it was hard. It was- I follow your life hard. Can you tell? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're such a fan. <laughs> Mega fan. Mutual love. Yeah. So I went backpacking to Baldy, mm-hmm. which is a very difficult hike. Um, I, I was having a hard time. I had, I think, like anywhere between 30 to 40 pounds on my back. Jeez. So it, it was difficult. Um, Did you have to train? For that at all, or I mean, I've just done big hikes. Oh, okay. anyway, but like, so with, did just, you have to add weight, like to? I should have, oh, okay. but I did yeah. not. Okay. I was just like, let's oh, just go backpacking because yeah. I wanted to be up there for the sunrise the next day. Mm-hmm. So I was like, there's no way I'm going to hike that fast to get there for the sunrise. So let's backpack it. Thought it was a great idea. Did it. Barely made it. Like sunset had happened the day before, and like barely made it. It was so windy up there and so cold. I didn't have a backpacking tent, so one of my friends let me borrow his, a one-person backpacking tent, and they helped set it up, mm-hmm. like everybody had their tents, and I wanted to make sure I got the best view of the sunrise because it was my idea, and I really <laughs> wanted to watch the sunrise. So everybody's tent was, like, further away than mine, and 
at night when we're going to sleep, it was so cold and so windy that the top of my tent blew off. Oh, my God. And so I went outside to try to, like, get it to come back and to try to, like, pin it down. But the rocks were so, like, loose to where I couldn't stake it down. Mm -hmm. And while I'm trying to do this, mind you, like, in the middle of the night, and it was freezing cold and so windy and dark, and everybody was super far away, as I was outside trying to do this and asleep, (laughs) as I was trying to do this, my tent is trying to fly. Out. Oh my and god, so I just ran back in my tent because I was like, I don't want that to fly off. So I ran back in my tent, and the rest of the night it was just me in the tent with no top on. So the wind kept going through. I had zero oh, it's sleep. So cold. I was like a little it, my my sleeping bag was like like my little cocoon. I was like wearing layers and layers and my beanie, and I was like trying to go in there to try to go to sleep. No way, and heck, I fell asleep. No way, I couldn't sleep. I was awake all night long to the sunrise, freezing. Like, I've never been this cold in my whole entire life, ever. And I couldn't stop shivering. And as many layers as I had, and, like, all the sleeping bag and all that stuff, like, I couldn't fall asleep. I couldn't even think of, like, stop shivering. And so... Oh, let's feel like I would have, like, sprung my neck. Like, just from shaking. One of my my friends in the morning, like, were, like, they were all outside. They're, like, when the sun rose, and I was, like, still, like, (laughs) in my tent. Like, I couldn't get out. (laughs) Somebody finally decided to go check like why is Marisol not out here you know it was her big thing well they come and they check on me and I'm in my sleeping bag literally like in my sleeping bag like this like staring at the sunrise like I couldn't get the, I couldn't get out and so they they were like what happened and I was like it flew off and then like I think like once I saw them all the emotions came rushing like I started tearing up and falling and they looked at me like oh my god are you okay they're like but why didn't you come to our tent why didn't you jump in I was like well everybody had like a one person tent and they're like well I had a two person tent I was like I wasn't gonna invade your space they're like I would have been like fuck that shit move over and I was like no I can't and so they're like oh my god everybody was like if I were you I would have totally jumped in anybody's tent who cares wake us up and I was like I felt bad so I just stayed in here they're like no no way no why are you laughing Casey Marisol story like I don't know and obviously she's fine I survived I survived she did it she did it and it tells a really great story like no one was everybody especially because obviously they slept in their tents and they saw how cold it was with their top on yeah and so they're like looking at me like all kinds of crazy I was like I definitely believe that you cried because it's just so emotional you went through so much and I was like well it was my idea to come backpacking to watch the sun. At least I saw it. <laughs> Did you get any pictures? I mean, I got one. Like, I got a nice one picture. But, like, I could have been out. Like, I feel like if I was well-rested, I would have wanted to be out there with everybody else. But I was, like, over what? Like, yeah. No. Like, Good thing you didn't get, like, hypothermia or something. You know? Seriously. Like, I'm also laughing because they had a picture of Marisol, like, all bummed <laughs> up like that. And it was just, like... Like, it was sad, but funny. Again, because she survived. Like, she's okay. Oh, my God. But, like, it's just, like, such a funny little photo. But she looks triumphant. <laughs> I, I, was, uh, I, I made so you stronger. <laughs> I felt so accomplished. After that. I was like, mm, I did that. You braved the elements. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Fun times. The other lot. thing I did, because I was, I'm breaking barriers here. Yeah. The other thing I did was on Halloween... I decided, because I'm a 49er fan, uh-huh. and they were playing in Arizona, so I decided I wanted to go on a solo turnaround trip to Arizona to watch this football you game. You went by yourself? 
Oh, I saw your post. I didn't know you were by yourself. That's awesome. I went by myself. I think that's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. that's cool. So it was was definitely a different experience because um, I know Casey goes to the movies by herself. And Mm -hmm. I tell her, like, that's weird. That's so different. Like, I would never, I wouldn't ever be able to do that. That's so crazy. And then here I go going to, like, a whole whole other state. state. Yeah. And, like, watching a football game, like, with around people that I just don't know. Mm -hmm. What made you decide, like, I'm going to do this? I have no idea. Uh-huh. I was like, I just, you know what? Because I was um, telling so many people, like, are you down to go? Are you down to go? A lot of people were like, let me think about it. Let me get back to you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I really want to go to this game. And I didn't want to miss out. And I was like, you know what? Like, it's not my fault. I don't have a lot of 49er fan friends. And I get it. Like, it's Halloween. So a lot of, because it was on Halloween. Yeah. Night. And like, people have kids and so And so people stuff. have kids and like other things going on. And it was a Thursday. You know, like, I get it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I was like, am I not going to do this? just because I can't find someone else to do it with. And I was like, you know what? I've been skipping out on life a lot because other people don't have similar interests. I'm like, I just got to do it. Do it for myself. So I did it. Uh, And I did feel very accomplished once I got home. Heck yeah. I was like... Did a whole road trip by yourself. Like, I I, I think I was more scared of, like, driving in the desert on the way back if my car would have broken down or something like that because it was pitch black dark. Oh, yeah. That was my... And because it was Halloween night, so, like, you don't know what kinds of, like, stories there is out there, you know? Paranormal activity. I was really worried about her. I didn't want her to drive home. I wanted her to stay with a friend in Arizona. Not you because- did a turnaround? Same day. So, I took oh, off... Oh, 10- you didn't spend the night. No. Oh my I took goodness. off at 10 in the morning, got there. The game was... Uh, I got there around 4 o'clock and then on the way back like I think I left there like around 9 or 10 p.m. started driving back and I got home around 1 2 in the morning oh wow only because it was Halloween and she was alone. I was like, Halloween, people yeah, are drunk and doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, it can be dangerous. Not because you can't do stuff alone, but you know, she made it. I'm glad. Yay! Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's that's self-care. At right? its finest, definitely. <laughs> yeah, Deborah's saying that because we recorded a self-care episode last week. <laughs> I'm real bad at it. And I just keep like rubbing it in my face. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I'll help you out. Yeah. I'm bad at it too. I know. Everyone can improve on no, it. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and as far as everybody's weekends, how was your weekend? We'll start oh. with you, Casey. Oh, mine was good. I really didn't do anything. Oh, you know what? I'm lying. I helped decorate my friend Peggy's restaurant. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. So it's Terry's Diner in Redlands for anyone who's local. And at the end of the month, they're going to do, like, this big, like, Santa is at the restaurant kind of thing. Aww. And so she likes to decorate for holiday- holidays. And so I obviously love gift wrap. So she's like, will you come wrap gifts to, like, put in the restaurant? And I'm like, yeah, okay. And when I agreed to this, I was like, oh, like, simple day. I was, we were there until, like, almost 2 a.m. Wow. Like, decorating the restaurant. Probably got there at, like, 7.30. So it was very intense. I was like, I feel like I've been, like, really doing some shit. I've just been wrapping gifts. Like, what's going on? <laughs> what day was this? This was on Friday night. Oh, Okay. Yeah, but it was really good. It was fun. You know, um, her kids were there. They were really excited to, like, help me. And it was a, a real message of me learning to let go because I never have kids involved in things that I'm doing. And, of course, they, like, wanted to, like, stick the bows and things like that. And I was like, oh, I, those bows don't go there. But I was like, okay. I said, it's fine. Let go and let go. You do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, it's fine. So that was fun. That was oh, a good time. Good. It's you a good didn't memory. Let, you didn't let them be the, the tape cutter. Um, I let them pull one tape, but I was like, you guys aren't doing the tape correctly. <laughs> oh. And I was like, um, okay, try again. But I was like, oh, Casey, like, you can't have this. Like, I want to pass on my love of gift wrap to somebody, but 
Maybe they have to be a little bit older. I don't know. They might be. They'll appreciate it. But it was fun. They, yeah. they were having a great time. Like, they thought I was giving them, like, wrapped Legos. They were making towers, knocking them over. They were all empty boxes. So, oh, like, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, because we probably wrapped about, like, 50 gifts, like, in one oh, go. Oh, wow. That's like, good. I saw pictures online. It looks really nice. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool inside. Um, so I definitely recommend if you're local to go stop by. They make all the soup. And I love soup. The food's so, really yeah. good. Really, really good. And food. then, again, on the 21st, you can go meet Santa. Santa Kyle. I like that plug. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, Peggy. Santa Kyle. Is Santa Kyle someone's relative? Or no, friend, it's or? like a real man with cars. He's called Santa oh. Kyle. I don't know. Oh. I don't know what that is. Yeah. It's like Santa Kyle. Come record and know, give like, us some uh, Santa horror stories. Well, you know, like, all my friends' kids are getting older. And so I'm like, can your kids not, like, do they not call bullshit on this? Like, they just saw Santa over here and now this is a different man. They're like, um, you just have to say, like, that Santa has many helpers and, like, you can't be everywhere at one time. And I was like, all right. That's a real thing because I remember at Disneyland, like kids would ask, why is Mickey on TV and why is Mickey in the park? Like at the same time. So they kind of had to have like a story. It was like, oh, Mickey's got helpers. Like they're all over the place because kids are freaking nosy. Like they they want to know. It's a weird thing. Oh, and I heard that at the park too, that there can't be like two like Mickey's out at the same time. Like they have to time it because you can't be multiple. And like you'll get in trouble. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a whole the whole thing yeah keep that magic alive yeah <laughs> and you did a lot of money for that magic exactly don't fuck it up and you deborah how was your weekend it was good um just had like some family time but overall like nothing too crazy but it was good some good family time oh that's good mm. yeah she got a dog i didn't get a dog <laughs> i was like what oh, you did? oh my god i'm <laughs> like deb it's dog? funny because okay, so I, I didn't posted, even see this. I posted post. a picture of a little Chihuahua, and it was Brian's aunt's Chihuahua, and her little puppy. And I swear, I posted this picture, and it was just well, like a little video. And I posted it, and literally like six people messaged me, like, <laughs> "Did you get a dog?" And I'm like, "Do these people not know me?" I'm like, <laughs> I'm Everybody's like, Did, "Is that your dog?" Even if you got Did a you dog, get- it would have a debut. It wouldn't just be. A I random dog right. post. I didn't even put like a caption on it. Yeah. And I was like, should I do another post? Like, not my dog. <laughs> Is it that serious? <laughs> well. But yeah, and then everybody was like, I'm surprised that you would get a chihuahua. And I'm like, I wouldn't. I'm like, you, you guys are all wrong. This is just a random dog. I was just like, Deb's going through some shit. Like, now she has a dog. Where did it come from? <laughs> it was from? actually pretty cute because it was like really tiny. It looked like actually, I did see the post. I didn't I didn't think about it. It was, it was really little. tiny. Yeah. yeah. It was so little. But, um, uh-huh. Yeah, he was cute, but I don't really like chihuahuas, so no, I would never get a chihuahua. Not my dog. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag not my dog. (laughs) Hashtag not my dog. (laughs) I have a story to tell you guys what happened yesterday. Well, over the weekend. So I went to go visit my cousins in San Diego over the weekend. We wanted to do a new tradition for Thanksgiving because we used to have like Thanksgiving second day as a family, but we haven't done that in a while. So I was like, okay, let me go for Thanksgiving like weekend to go visit them. And my car was in need of a new battery. So my dad was like, he heard it outside of the house, like not turning over. And so he was like, you know what? You are not taking your car. Like you can borrow mine. And it was a whole thing. But I was like, fine, whatever. I'll borrow your car. Thank you. And so I drove to San Diego, hung out with my cousins. And I was driving home on Sunday night. And I stopped at a grocery store because I was like, let me do some grocery shopping. It was like 7 or 7.30 and get something to eat. And then I'll keep driving. So I went and I bought all my groceries and I locked the keys in my dad's car in the trunk. And I was like, wait, okay. did your dad have a new car? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so and I was not supposed to do that. And so I was like, you know what? No big deal. I will call AAA. They're going to open the door. There'll be the lever. I can open the car. 
And so I called AAA and they were like, okay, they'll send a driver in about half an hour. So I was like, fine, I'll wait. I had like my food. I just sat on the outside of the, uh, the grocery store eating. And then eventually like the guy called me and he's like, oh, I'll be there in about 15 minutes. So I said, fine, whatever. He got there and he was kind of asking me about the car and I was like, oh, I don't really know. It's my dad's car. And he's like, okay, we'll figure it out. And so he opens the window and is able to get access to the car. And then we're looking and he's like, and I was like, I don't see a lever. And he's like, yeah, I don't see one either. And then we look and it's a button, like an electrical button to open the trunk. So you have what? to have the keys oh. to get into the car. And I was like, well, fuck. And he's like, I know. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what we're going to do. And he's like, okay, do you have the manual for the car? I was like, yeah. So we look at the manual together and we're reading it. So he's like, maybe we can put the seats down in the back to yeah. access the trunk. We're like, cool, that might work. We're looking in the book. The only way to access the, to pull the seats down is there's a lever that's in the trunk. Oh my we God. We still can't get there. And he's like, oh my God. And then he goes, you want to know what happened to me earlier? And I was like, what? So we're in Rancho Bernardo in San Diego. He goes, I just dropped off a lady in West Hollywood for um, the exact same thing, like for BMW. So I just drove from San Diego to West Hollywood and then I got your call and I came back. And I was like, I don't want to make you like have to drive me home. It's so far. He already did like yeah. 140 miles or something oh like my that. God. And he was tired. He worked like a 12 hour shift. And I was like, I don't know. We're going to, I was like, we'll figure this out. So we're on YouTube, like looking up videos together. My phone is on 1%. <laughs> oh my I text, God. I texted my cousins, like, I'm not telling my parents what's going to happen yet because they're going to be fucking pissed at me. So I'm like, J I'm not saying anything. I'm letting you guys know my phone's dying, but I'm with AAA. Like, we're going to figure this out. Like, whatever. And they're like, okay, like, keep us updated. Let us know. Like, do you want us to come get you? And I was like, no, like my dad needs his car. Like, I can't take it deeper into San Diego. Like I need to move forward and figure this shit out. And so we're looking on YouTube and there's nothing. There's only how to open a 2018, 2017. There's no 2019, which is my dad's car. And so this British guy comes from the grocery store. He walks over and he's like, can I help you guys? And we're telling him the situation. And he's like, oh, I know how to open it with the with putting the seats down. And we're like, no, we looked. And then he tried to look at it too. And he's like, yeah, no, you guys are right. So I'm like, okay. And so the guy's like, okay, good luck. And we're like, all right. So the, me and um, the AAA guy are looking at each other. And I'm like, you're going to have to tow me. And he's like, yeah, I'll tow you. And he goes, I'm just really tired and I'm hungry. I'm like, well, if you want to get food or you want to do whatever, like, fuck Did it. Did you take the tow truck? No. No. I thought it was going to a love map. No. And I was like, you do, like, whatever you need to do, it's fine. He's like, no, like, we'll go. And so he, we're waiting for someone to move their Jeep out of the way because where my car is parked, he can't get the truck, like, mm -hmm. under. So we're waiting and we're waiting. He goes into some restaurants and is, like, asking people if it's their car and no one's saying it's their car. So it's getting, it's already been, like, an hour, like, has passed and we're still there. And eventually someone comes out and I was like, it's the people, like, it's their Jeep, they're leaving. And he's like, okay, yes. And he goes, okay, so what I need you to do is I'm going to put the car, he was explaining to me what was, he needed me to yeah. do with the car. And I was like, I have to back the car up into the tow thing? And he's like, well, I'm going to pull you up, but we're going to do it. And I was like, I can't do it. Like, I'm going to freak out. This is my dad's car. <laughs> and he's like, calm down. Like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. He's like, we're going to figure this out. Don't worry. I got you. And I was like, okay, like, fine. So he tells me what to do. And he's like, okay, back up, back up, back up. And so we're backing up. And I'm just like, 
fuck. And the car alarm keeps going on and off because like we're opening and closing the yeah. doors and just it's it's a whole thing. It's loud. It's dark. People from the store keep coming out and looking, like seeing what's happening. And I'm just like, this is my fucking luck. Like, fuck you, 2019. I can't get a break. And so eventually we're able to get the truck, the car on the truck. And I'm just like, okay, okay, this is fine. This is going to be fine. And so we're looking and I was like, we're going to be in the car for at least like an hour and a half. And he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, like it's, it's pretty far. And so he looks, he's like, yeah, it's about 80 miles. And so he goes, well, we need to stop and get gas in Escondido on the, before we can go. So I was like, okay. So then he gets off, we start driving on the freeway. He gets off in Escondido and it's like this really dark, like, cause it's like those like secluded type of gas stations yeah. for those cars and I was like it's really dark out here and he's like I know he's like it's kind of scary and well I scared him when I got in the car because I had my backpack and I had my hydro flask in my backpack and the metal like of the zipper made it sound like a knife like <gasps> he's like what did you just pull out and I was like it's my hydro flask it's my hydro flask I'm sorry like everything's fine like You're it's okay <laughs> really scared. So this bitch is clever, really? Yeah, he's like, oh, she's crazy. And I was like, I'm not. You're crazy. Like, everything's fine. <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> we both scared each other. So we went to get gas. And eventually, so he was asking me, like, oh, so what do you like to do in your spare time or your free time? And I was like, this is the worst fucking question ever. Like, I hate when people ask me that question. And he's like, why? And I'm like, because I have a life, but I have a hard time explaining it. So we were just like... <laughs> Like, we were just talking and talking, and he told me, like, um, he was in the military and stuff, and he's been doing, like, AAA for, like, a year or whatever. And then we're just talking and talking. I was talking, like, hello, like, whatever. I was like, I got 80 minutes with you. I'm about to talk. And then I was like, oh, what's your sign? When's your birthday? And he's like, oh, it's, what did you say, June 9th or something. And I was like, are you a Cancer? He's like, I think I'm a Gemini. And I was like, oh, let's look it up. So I'm, like, reading he him. Like, all this he had a charger. He had a charger. He had a charger. And so I was like, let's look it up. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Um, I did not want to call my parents. He goes, did you call your dad? And I was like, no, my dad's going to be so mad. And he's like, we're not leaving till you call your dad. Like, you need to call your dad and tell oh, wow. him what happened. And I was like, why? He's like, because it's the right thing to do. Like, if I had a kid, I'd want to know, like, that they're okay. And I was just like, fine, whatever, I'll call my dad. So, so I call my dad and I tell him what happened. And he's very cool on the phone. He's like way cooler than I anticipated him being. So I was just like, all right. And then we hung up and he goes, he goes, see, how hard was that? And I was like, it was hard. I'm probably going to get really yelled at when I get home, but whatever. And he's, and he's like, okay, now we can go. So, um... So yeah, we were talking, I was like reading him stuff about his horoscope, whatever. And so eventually um, we got to my house and my dad comes outside. My dad is like so mad. He's just fuming, fucking pissed at me. He's like, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like that's all he could say. And then um, the driver, his name was just like, like making, giving me a face. I was like, fuck, I told you. I told you. I told you I was going to get yelled at. And um, my dad's like, can you go get him some water? And I was like, yeah, okay. So then I go to the garage and I get him like two bottles of water and I come back. And my dad's like, just be, he's, I, I understand why he was mad. I get it. But I was like, your car's fine. Like nothing happened, blah, blah, blah. And, he, and then so like Araz is telling my dad the story of like how his day's been. And he's like, oh, you have to be exhausted. So eventually, finally get the car down and everything. He goes, you take him to get dinner. And I was like, Okay. And he's like, he's like, you take him to Denny's, you buy him whatever he wants, you take him. And I was just like, okay. 
We will go. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Like, we're fine. And so my car still doesn't work right, like the car battery. And so when I turn it over and my dad's like, your car's still not working. And I was like, I told you, I told you it wasn't working. Right. This is why I borrowed your car. And then um, he was like, uh, the, the AAA guy was like, do you want me to check your car for you? And I was like, no, it's it's fine. Like you need to, you can go like you're tired. Like, it's fine. I'll take you to go eat. So we go to Denny's and we're over by the Denny's by Walmart. And he's like, this Denny's is uh, kind of sketchy. And I was like, I know it is. I know it is. And I was like, I know where we parked. There's like homeless people in the ravine, yeah. like right there. And I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, but it's fine. I haven't been to Denny's in forever. Like we, I used to be like our drunk Denny's, like that we used to go to all the time. But it's been a long time since we went. We sit down and we're like, oh, we both have to go to the bathroom. And um, there's a code now to open the door before there wasn't a code. And so like I, the person told me that I, I opened it and I went to go open the bathroom door for him. And he's like, well, I'm opening the door for you. I was like, you open my door. I'll open the door for you. Like, just go to the bathroom. And then I went, opened the other one, went to the bathroom and came and sat back down. And um, I was like, order whatever you want. Don't like, don't worry about it. And he's like, oh, even a steak. And I was like, even a steak, whatever you want to <laughs> eat. I don't care. And so I ordered a club sandwich because I wasn't really hungry, thinking like I would save it and um, bring it like for work or whatever for the next day. And they were taking forever with this food, like so long. And he's like, I was like, I don't know why they're taking forever. And he's like, relax. It's fine. And I was like, you don't know I'm zero fucking chill. Like, <laughs> I need this food. Like, I know you want to go home. Like, it's whatever. And the guy came, when he, the waiter, when he took our order, I was like, oh, we can order food too. And he's like, oh, okay. And then I felt bad. And I was like, I'm not rushing you. Like, it's fine. Like, everything's cool. Yeah. I'm just, I just want you to eat. Like, I feel bad. You've had like a long ass day. And so eventually we, we eat or I'm not eating. And he's like, you're not going to eat? And I was like, well, no, I'm not really hungry. And then the server comes back and checks in on us. And he's like, oh, you're not like your sandwich? And I was like, no, it's fine. I'm just not hungry. And he's like, she's shy. She doesn't <laughs> eat in front of people. And I was like, oh, Lord, you don't know me. But I'm not shy. Like, I eat like crazy. It's just, I, I just don't want to eat right now. And he's like, okay, making me feel weird eating by myself. So I ate like some French fries and that was it. And so we checked. Oh, bless you, Bruna. Bruna sneezed. <laughs> so then we check out. I pay at the register and stuff, and then we walk out, and he's like, oh, I'm tired. He kept saying, like, he was going to take a nap, like, in his truck or something, and the truck, like, the back, like, you have to sit, like, perfectly straight up. I was like, do you want to sit in my car? Like, you can, like, sit there if you want and, like, just lay down for a bit. Like, I don't care, whatever, and he's like, yeah, and he's like, I need to charge my phone. I was like, I have a charger. Like, just, just, like, relax. It's fine. <laughs> so we're sitting there in the car talking, and then all of a sudden, he kisses me, and I was like, this I don't know if it's a love match, but it was like one of those things where in the movies where everyone's been through so much shit, it's just like, oh, it's you're, the right thing to do. It's, it's just the right thing to happen. This is the moment. <laughs> Did you hear the music? Uh, he wasn't Pretty much. No, not was at all. Cute? He was cute. He wasn't my type, but he was in like the type of like, He's like into guns and the military and like uh -huh. doesn't vote and all these kinds of things. We had, we talked a lot. Oh, so yeah, no, he was cute. He's cute. He's very nice. He was a nice guy. And um, but I was a mess, you guys. I was wearing pajamas. <laughs> I was literally wearing like onesie pajamas That's with how you slippers know a and a sweater. No makeup on. My hair wasn't done because I was thinking I'm wearing, just gonna go home. Were you wearing your mermaid onesie? No, I was oh. wearing a plaid one, <laughs> like oh. a plaid like Christmas pajamas, and I was like, I'm a fucking train wreck right now. Like, <laughs> he likes what he sees, man. <laughs>
<laughs> so I'm texting my cousins the story this morning and they're like, oh my God, is this fucking real? And I was like, yeah, this is my life. My life is a shit show. <laughs> this is my life. It's so oh, weird. I hope you marry him. Oh, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think you're going to get married, but it's cute. He was like, I'm going to see you again. And I was like, I don't know. You live kind of far because he lives like in El Cajon. Like it's Where's far. That? San Diego. Oh, far. Yeah, it's far. And he's like, we can meet halfway. And I was just kind of like, and my mind was just not, I couldn't <laughs> process like anything like that at the oh moment. Oh my God. <laughs> I love your story. <laughs> this, I was like, I have to tell you guys a story. I loved it. I went from no stories to like an amazing story amazing. all at once. Oh my God. And let me tell you guys, he kissed me the way I kiss people. And I was like, oh, this is great. Oh, you guys, <laughs> how you respond? It was, it was interactive. Yeah, it was good. It was very good. I was happy about it. It was fun. Ah. Did you exchange numbers? Well, so he's like, can I, he's like, you can call me. And I was like, I don't have your number. And he's like, yeah, you do. I called you earlier. Like, that's my phone number. And I was like, oh, I thought that was like a AAA uh-huh. phone number or something. He's like, no, that's my number. And well, he has your info because yeah. yeah, he picked you up. So like, he texted me. Like, we texted a little bit today. Mama. Love I'm with Casey. I hope you guys get married because that's an it's awesome It's a good story. Yeah. It's a good story. It is. It's and then really we'll be cute. Like, well, remember when Joe first told the story on the podcast? <laughs> it was December you 23rd. Have to, you have to the altar. Like, it'd be so good. Oh, my God. You have to drive off in the AAA tow truck. Like, that's oh, your that job. Oh, wow. With the bells hanging down. The, the cans. cans. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my weekend in a nutshell. Oh, wow. I love it. Um, the whole story is amazing. The highlight made your dad be like, you're stupid. Yeah, he was so mad. You buy this man dinner. <laughs> he seemed really calm. Actively calm. He had an hour and a half to get lit up. <laughs> he was so mad. Oh, my dad does not know this man kissed me, obviously. <laughs> I didn't share all that. <laughs> Oh my god, it'll be even better if you start courting. You'll have to bring him around and dad'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, because my yeah, dad was like, like Dad, this is all your fault. You made me take you made me. You made me you made me take him on a date. Like, you made me court him. <laughs> Probably. He was like, you know what? He's a nice guy. You take him to get food. And I was like, okay. Whatever you say, Dad. Oh. I love this story. Oh, oh my god. god. I Okay, so I wanted to tell you guys. I was like, I don't know if I should share this on the podcast or not, but I wanted to tell you guys anyway. So then I was like, yeah, my cousins were like, no, like you need to put it oh, on no. podcast. It's an amazing yeah. story. It needs to be heard it. by everybody. It. Did you tell him that you had a podcast? Yeah, I don't think he really listens to podcasts. He was like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, are you going to tell him the story? I was like, hell yeah, yeah. I'm going to share it. Was this before or after the kids? This was before. Oh yeah, this is like in the truck. Oh. Yeah. He's going to listen to me. Let's make it worthwhile. Is this like in Temecula? <laughs> in Temecula? Yeah, we're far. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. All right, so now I have to reconvene and pull in my own oh, crazy story. Look, like my hair hurts. I'm hot. Like, this is <laughs> <laughs> oh, now the episode officially starts. And now we started. Well, actually, I wanted to ask Marisol, not a question, but... If Marisol had any topics that she had listened to in other episodes that she wanted to revisit or give her opinion on, because I know her and Casey, since they work together, they always go back and forth. Bitch. <laughs> so, so if I'm not, um, if I'm listening to the podcast, sometimes I listen at work uh-huh. and I was not going to lie, binge listening to a couple of podcasts because 
you know, I was catching up on stuff. Uh-huh. And whenever I had a comment, I would either text Casey or actually I was doing this while I was at work. So I was, I would call her. I'd be like, Casey, <laughs> this isn't that. I can't believe it. She's like, huh? And I was like, this has no that. contact. She's just like, that's so funny. I'm like, what is? And she's like, this thing. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? <laughs> Because she listened to like five in a row. True story. So I was like, Casey, I'm at the podcast with this and this is this is happening. And she was like, okay. She, I see she came in and she goes, candy cigarettes were fine. I was like, okay. I had the best two days and they were very productive days at work as I was listening to you guys. Oh, you're in the zone. You know what? She liked liked your Tijuana story. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, sorry. Okay, well, first I was going to talk about like your guys' podcast when you went abroad because I absolutely love that you guys were able to bring in some of the the people that you guys were with on the Mm -hmm. trip um, to hear them and I feel like I was able to put together a little bit of like the stories that Casey was already telling me and I absolutely loved. I kept telling her, I was like, I absolutely love hearing all the accent right I love it I wish we could do it more I was like I love it and then also I was I went in there and I was talking about um Deb's uh Tijuana story because I was like oh my god he even asked I was like how dare (laughs) sorry buddy (laughs) I was like the audacity (laughs) so much I was appalled like I was like Deb all the way like I was like I feel like when you were telling the story I was cringing at the moments that you were cringing because that is so me I was like I am so Deb Deb is so me that would have been us she was very hot she goes and then he tells her hurry up I was like how dare you I know. I, like, killed him with my eyes. <laughs> For those who don't remember, this is when Brian told Deborah she didn't need a passport to get to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, to yeah. travel into Mexico. So those are my favorite moments. Aw, thanks for sharing, Marisol. <laughs> Thank you. Let's mm-hmm. see. So today, actually, we wanted to do talk about Christmas a little bit, get into the holiday spirit, since it will be a couple days away when this episode comes out. And I wanted to share with you guys some holiday traditions from around the world. So I found some unusual Christmas traditions from around the world that I wanted to share with you. So the first one is called the Roller Skate Mass in Caracas. So in the Venezuelan capital of Caracas, people get together every Christmas morning. They travel from their homes to church where they wear roller skates the whole, like all Christmas Day. Like people wear roller skates all day long, starting at 8 a.m. And in the whole capital city, and they close down all the streets so that everybody can ride their skates from church to home and back, like, around town. And apparently there's some tradition where the kids will dangle their foot out the window with a skate on, and someone will come and yank them to tell them, like, it's time to wake up. And I don't know how long they keep their skates on. <laughs> Do they have to take them off when they go in church? Like, is there, like I don't know. That little cubby. Or, like, you, the, the pastor's like, okay, just today you can roll their blades. Yeah, you right? roll to the front. I wonder if he has skates on. Like the pastor. Oh, that'd be good. He's right? And they go in here. It's a literal like holy roller. <laughs> Man, they live it up in Venezuela. Yeah. 
that's Venezuela. This next one is called the Yule Cat, and this is from Iceland. It said, one of the weirdest festive traditions comes from Iceland, where a giant cat is said to roam the snowy countryside at Christmas time. Tradition case's face. <laughs> Traditionally, farmers would use the Yule Cat as an incentive for their workers. Those who worked hard would receive a new set of clothes. Those who didn't work hard would be devoured by a giant cat-like beast. What the fuck? Right? So today, it is customary for everyone in Iceland to get new clothing for Christmas to avoid an unsavory demise of the Yule Cat. From my employer? Like, I have to go No, the Yule Cat. No. I mean, you think you have to buy your own. Or the Yule Cat's coming for you. (laughs) You don't have my finances, Yule Cat. This one is one of my favorites. This is, they call it Bad Santa from Austria. So British kids are familiar with Father Christmas and Santa Claus, St. Nick. Whereas in Austria, there is a ghoulish creature called Krampus. Krampus. Me and Casey love Krampus. The evil accomplice of St. Nick is said to wander the streets in search of badly behaved children. During the month of December, you can expect to see terrifying masked figures outside scaring the kids and adults with pranks. If this sounds like a good tradition to you... Book a trip to Vienna for Christmas time. Oh, I don't know. It might be. <laughs> Christmas 2020, Vienna? I have my Krampus Christmas cards back there. I love him. Oh. He's, he's scary. It's a good I horror. I like to watch Krampus in between Halloween and Christmas because it's a good transition yeah. Yeah. film. And then this one's called The Cobweb Christmas from Ukraine. Ukraine's strangest festive tradition is not one for arachnophobes, so people who are scared of spiders. Not for me and death. Nope. Where we have baubles, tinsels, and stars, Ukrainians use decorations that mimic the natural formation of a spider's shimmering web. The tradition goes back to a folktale about a poor widow who could not afford to decorate a tree for her children. Legend has it that the spiders took her home into pity on Halloween. On On Christmas night. It is spooky. Um, And that the kids woke up to find beautiful decorations made by spiders. So today, spiders are still considered lucky creatures in the Ukraine. Oh, weird. kind of like snowflakes with spiders? Yeah, like cobwebs all over the house to make it festive. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Festive is it. Or like, like, like some dew. Toss, yeah. Toss some glitter when they do have water, they do look pretty. Yeah. But yeah, that's a little bit different. Mm. So this one is called Colonel Santa from Japan. Back in 1974, the American fast food restaurant KFC released a festive marketing campaign in Japan. There is something that I cannot say because I can't pronounce it. <laughs> it's a, the seemingly simple slogan is Kurosumi Masu Niwa Kentak. Kiki, which means Kentucky for Christmas, spawned a national tradition that still thrives to this day. Although families in Japan do not necessarily celebrate Christmas, it is a special time that everybody goes to eat KFC. That's like the holiday meal to KFC have in Japan. It's so big, like around the world. Like it, People love it. Yeah. yeah. It's a big deal everywhere else. It's so weird. And then it's let's weird. see. I feel like not many people over here. Well, I don't know many people who like love KFC. I like it. I don't love it. Yeah. I'm, it's not going to be my holiday I've meal. I've been going to one forever until Marisol got me to start going. I used to work there. Oh. I think, like, I would always tell her, like, when I used to work at KFC, when I used to work at KFC. <laughs> and I was like, I don't eat KFC, bitch. And then, like, friend, yeah. she got me some one day, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I like their mac and cheese. That's my favorite. Spices, what is it? Eleven? Yeah. yeah. Eleven. Yeah. Yeah, my friend, she used to work at KFC, too, so she would always bring, like, food for lunch. 
she'll be like, oh, like, I'll bring you food tomorrow, like KFC. So that's like the most I think I've ever eaten it, like in my life, was when she was working there because she was working two jobs. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she would like work, you know, her full time job and then go to KFC at night. And then the next day she would be like, oh, I brought you lunch. And I'm like, oh, thanks. Oh, and I would just take it because yeah. it's free food. Obviously. Why not? Yeah. I'll see how you guys feel about this uh, festivity that they do in Finland. So, in many homes in Finland, come equipped with their own sauna. And at Christmas time, this is a cozy spot that becomes very sacred and associated with our long lost ancestors. On Christmas Eve, it's customary to strip naked and take a long and respectful stint in the sauna, which is also believed to be the legendary home of the sauna elf. At, after the sauna session, Finns head out to an evening of celebrations while their spirits of their ancestors take their place inside the sauna. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, don't I would like. I love. I love sauna, like the steam room. I don't know if I don't want to do it with my relatives, but I don't, I don't know what like we me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, a couple more. I have this one called Shoes by the Fire in, in the Netherlands. Every year in the days leading up to December 5th, Dutch children eagerly place their shoes by the fire in hopes that, another word that's hard for me to say, Sinterlas, will fill them with small gifts and treats at night. Traditionally, carrots are left in the shoes for the companion of Sinterlas, a white horse named Eremigo. Sure. Sure. Why not? (laughs) In the olden days, naughty children would receive a potato in their shoes and not carrots. Oh. Yeah. You got a potato for Christmas. Like coal. I get potato over carrots. That's what I was going to say. I'll be naughty. (laughs) And last but not least, we have one called the Belafonte Witch from Italy. It says, forget Santa and December 25th when in Italy. All action takes place on the eve of January 5th. According to folklore, an old woman named Belafana visits all the children of Italy to fill their stockings with candy and leave them with presents if they've been good. And just like Father Christmas, Belafana enters through the chimney and has left treats for the children, but their treats are typically wine. Oh, what? What? Wine Bella for the kids. Right? I want Belafana to come to my house. <laughs> some wine. It's great. So yeah, those are some holiday random traditions from around the world. I don't know about you guys. Do you guys have any traditions that are your favorite for Christmas? Sorry, I'm still stuck on the sauna. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for me, the tradition that we always had was that we would decorate like the day after Thanksgiving, Uh uh, decorate our tree, and um, we would do that as a family. So I feel, you know, like that was our our tradition and something that I always look forward to every year. Growing up, I mean, now, you know, I... I haven't even decorated for Christmas. (laughs) I know. I'm still debating if I even want to. My mom helped me, asked me to help her decorate the tree the other day. And I'm like, I don't want to. I used to love it when I was a kid. But now that I've gotten older, I'm like, I don't want to do it. It's a lot of work. You're stressing me out. She had me watch these videos on YouTube trying to learn how to do ribbon. And like, I have the least fucking patience to do ribbon at all. And I was like, bitch. (laughs) It is 10 o'clock at night. You want me to put ribbon on this tree? I'm stressed out. We did it. Didn't come out great. I learned some good tips on you. Were she upset? Yeah. No, she was happy. Oh, okay. But I ha- she knew I was irritated and I was trying to be nice, but oh, it was it was a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> but I shouldn't complain. But yeah, one of my traditions as a kid growing up, we would always obviously decorate our treat together. I loved doing that because we would always put a lot of Christmas carols and my mom would be baking cookies at the same time. We decorate the tree. That was always fun. Um, mine is like holiday plays. To this day, my mom and I go see like a holiday play every year. So that's fun. We're gonna, in fact, like next weekend, we're gonna go see 
a Christmas carol. And then when I was young, I would always be in the Christmas play, so she'd have to come watch me do that, which, you know, probably wasn't great. What character? Do you remember what you dressed up as? I played several characters in The Nutcracker. I've been in The Nutcracker a lot of times. <laughs> so I've been a soldier. I've been a mouse. Oh, you were a mouse? I've How been cute. A mouse. I think I got to, well, I guess it's really a rat. Yeah. <laughs> I, got to be, I think I got to be a sugar plum fairy once. And then I remember one year, like in like seventh or eighth grade, our teacher... I'm not going to call it an original play, but, like, they got a play from somewhere, and I got to be an archangel and an innkeeper all in one time. And it was, like, fancy as hell because we recorded it into, like, a sound system, and we acted it out to, like, our own voices, but we weren't saying anything, like, at the time. I have no idea why that took place, but, yeah, I'm a thespian, guys. It's out here. You're you're in greatness. (laughs) You need to keep following it. I know. I always want to, like, apply for community theater, but it just seems like a big commitment. Are there any videos of you? No. This is before the time of videos like that. No. They're probably... No. VHS. They have to no. be. My parents aren't, like, picture or video oh. people. Like, it's oh, insane. Okay. Like, so, obviously, the technology existed, but they weren't taking those photos. Oh. Yeah. Dang it. I know. <laughs> you just have to believe me. Nah. Pass. Nah. We need proof. Picture <laughs> didn't happen. I need a picture, at least. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'll put on a leotard for you, though. <laughs> the Santa rat (laughs) um for me I think um my traditions were different when I was younger so when I was younger we would go to Mexico during uh holiday seasons so I mean any any Christmas any break so Christmas break was like a whole month long in Mexico and in Mexico they did something called posadas I don't know if you've heard of posadas Mm -hmm. um and so that's what we would do when I was younger we would go to like different aunt's houses like I think it just started December 16th all the way leading up to Christmas. And it was like a whole bunch of Mexican food and like, you know, family coming around. And I remember the biggest thing to me that always blew my mind is like we would have a piñata and the piñata was filled not just with candy, but mostly with like peanuts and with like little cuties. No idea why with the the fruit and the the nuts. The fruit wouldn't break Open? Mm-mm. No. Oh, no. Wow. That's no. cool. Um, I don't know if I know what a posada is. Is it the thing where you like go to people's houses and like ask to be let in or whatever? Mm-hmm. Okay, then I do. It's know like what you're it recreating is. Mary and Joseph's yeah. journey. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. know that's what it was called. Yeah. Posadas, and then they have like specific songs like that you would kind of like sing. Mm-hmm. I guess um, every day you're supposed to kind of be asked if you can go in, and then on the 24th is really when you know they 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 let you in. And you're like. People are holding candles as they're chiming this song or whatever. And then once they let you in, then everybody comes in all together and everybody's like, um, candle is lit. And, you know, you're just all happy to be. Oh, I love that. That That's how I learned about that. Just guess who taught it to me? I know. Liz. Oh. (laughs) The only person I know who's like all (laughs) traditional. Like, you think Jill taught me that? No. No. I think Catholic school did. No, no, we didn't do that in Catholic school. We did, like, we do Advent, like, make Advent calendars and Advent wreaths. Yeah. Liz told me about it, like, as an adult, and I was like, what are you talking about? Did you guys ever have the money cards in school where you had to put quarters in for, like, the children with the mission? Yeah! At Christmas time? Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, these little cards, and you had to fill, I don't remember how much it ended up being. Who were you asking? Just Casey? Just in general. I don't know if they did it at other schools. I I think it's a Catholic school thing. Oh, okay. Do you ever, like, see them sometimes like, a random store? Like, they'll have one out? Yeah. yeah. Wait, what are you talking about? They're little cards with slots for coins. And so yeah, you, it's probably, like, oh, 25 quarters. okay, okay, quarters. yeah. Not yeah. at school. Yeah, not at oh, school. Yeah, school. we had them at school. I remember. I saw the Red Cross outside of Walmart doing that. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Deborah. 
Oh, Deb. One of my traditions that I used to do with my... (laughs) (laughs) If you had a red cap. Do you give them money, Deborah? No. No. I walk in through the other door. Oh my god. I actually do that too. And I'm I'm really good at giving money, but I don't want to give my money to the Salvation Army because they don't really support like LGBT communities. And so I don't want to give them my money. But I'm always like, oh god, I look like a bitch. So I try to go through the other door. Yeah. Yeah. More stress. I know. And avoiding those kids with the chocolate. No, because you hate gay people. You can't have this change. You should tell them cultivate change. (laughs) Like, you want this dollar? Change your policy. (laughs) I love it. They're like, we're just here, man. We don't work for them. I I just give money to dare. (laughs) (laughs) Another waste of money. Oh, man. No, tell us tradition. Oh, one of my, it's okay. <laughs> one of the traditions that me and my cousin have since we grew up down the street from each other is we would have each other's presents at each other's house. So, like, when we were old enough to know that there was no Santa, like, all my presents would be at her house and, like, vice versa. Mm-hmm. And so we would be able to figure out how our parents would wrap the presents and, like, how to unwrap them and peek <laughs> and tell each other, like, what we were getting and then retape them, like, very oh strategically so nobody could see. And, like, we always had to act surprised Christmas morning, even though we knew everything that we were getting. Oh my god! See, I knew it because I was like, "Jill, <laughs> I knew it." You like to ruin surprises, and then you're like, "I don't no, ruin other don't. people's surprises." I know, but your own. Because remember, Casey. Oh, my like, own. Yeah, I don't care about mine. She swears she says that she loves surprises, but she doesn't because she ruins it. I guess she wants to be the one doing a surprise. I like to surprise people. I don't care about my own surprises. It's fine. But I guess I'm then ruining yes, someone else's ruining surprise. Yeah. And my parents didn't know until we told them like a few years ago as adults. And they were like, what? You knew everything? And we were like, yeah. That's we were so sneaky. Funny. We looked in the garage. My parents would wrap the presents in trash bags. So I we couldn't see them. Shit. I'd be all yeah. over the house looking for things. Like, what is this? What is this? What is this? Very strategic. Yeah. And my parents never, when I was, a tradition from when I was young is that like, um, my parents do not like building things. And so a family friend would always have to build like my Barbie dream house or like, whatever. <laughs> like that would be the thing. Like I'd open my gift and then he'd build it like that day. And so I was very sad because when I was nine, he died. And so there was no <gasps> more building anything. Oh, how sad. It was really sad. Like it was like the first, like there are, a lot of people in my life have not died, but like that was the first death to like really like devastate me because I was like, oh, like I feel this loss. <laughs> it hit your toys hard. He, 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 he was there. I didn't be like, I crack them open. It's like you lost the family contractor. <laughs> so basically, I, like your parents could at that point they couldn't buy you anything anymore that required building. I mean, they just had to suck it up. Oh. But to be fair, he died when I was nine, and I told my parents I knew that Santa wasn't real when I was eight. And so I think they're just like, oh, Santa brought those toys. And so fuck you, kid. Like, <sighs> yeah, I, I got a real decrease in gifts once I said I knew Santa wasn't uh, real. Should have kept quiet. They when did you guys it. find out that Santa wasn't real? Do you I remember? remember. No. I don't remember. Um, I mean, I don't think it was like that dramatic for me. I remember my sister told me because mm-hmm. she had seen, she woke up and she saw my mom like wrapping the presents. Oh, okay. And then she's yeah. the one who like broke the news. But I don't really remember it being like devastating. Like devastating. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it was Santa's Santa. No, I don't think it was I used to call me like, oh, hey, just so you know, I know that Santa is fake. And she's like, oh, okay. Well, then. No more I think I Santa. remember finding out and having a hard time accepting that everything is fake. Like, the tooth fairy is not real. Like, the Easter bunny is not real. <laughs> like, all comprehensive is gone. 
You were so really? Yeah, because I was uh, like, because I used to get twenty dollars for each tooth. Big <laughs> oh team. my god, this is why this bitch is spoiled. Twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Hey. This is like okay. So, so right now, <laughs> Trisha, former guest, good friend, um, her brother gave his daughter a toy when she lost her tooth. So obviously, her daughter saw this happen, right? And she's like, "Well, the tooth fairy gives you a toy." And Trisha was like, "Oh, like no." But then she's like, well, shit. So then she has to start getting a toy. And now we're up to a toy and cash. I said, wow. I was going to say that was two teeth only. I said, I'm pulling away. I said, that's too many things. Oh I said, too many teeth she has in her mouth. Oh, wow. That's a lot. That's a big investment. I was like, what? She goes, this is my brother's fault. And I was like, I guess that's true. Like, if kids are growing up, like, very close together, that they're going to see each other's things. And you can't be like, why is Jill getting $20 for your fucking horse teeth and I'm getting a dollar? dollar, (laughs) Your tooth fairy's broke. Exactly. That's what my sister says. She says that there's different tooth fairies in different cities. Mm -hmm. Because my niece, my, (laughs) her parents are, you know, separated. Um, So, you know, she lives with my sister and also lives with, uh, or sorry, she'll go with her dad. And so my niece, now she gets money from the tooth fairy in Riverside. And also the tooth fairy <laughs> in Eliso Viejo. Wow. <laughs> and she'll be like, well, the tooth fairy in Riverside is better because that tooth fairy gives me like $50 for oh my, my tooth. Oh, my God. I, like, I only lose teeth in Eliso Viejo. Like, fuck Riverside. <laughs> you hold those teeth? No, the Riverside one is the one who's like balling. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. I'm going to hold those you teeth would, in until I'm where the cash is at. No, but the tooth fairy. She gets double money? She gets double, yeah. Does she what? have to transport the tooth with her? I don't think so. Oh. Yeah. I, did you guys have to put your teeth in anything? Yeah. 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 Well, I, I just remember that when I lost a tooth in, like, in school, they would give me, like, a little oh, thing yeah. to put it in. To put it my in. mom, I think, like, lost one of my teeth one time when I was just playing with the pillow, so she made me start putting it in a little bag with, like, a note. And she still has one, and I was like, you are so weird. I said, my parents have all yeah. my teeth, too. <gasps> really? Yeah, in a bag. Yeah, this is their golden child. This <laughs> That's is why she's true. I had a little wooden box. Ah! Yeah, I had a wooden box with a little lid, and it would say tooth fairy box. And then you put it on oh, your wait. pillow. You don't have the wooden box where it has a hole for each of your teeth, like that mimics your mouth. Whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> That's the thing. Well, you might as and well. I was like, I mean, I should just buy one more. now. <laughs> this velvet lined box doesn't open and sing a song with the lid. No, it's just it's so you open it, and they'll be like, oh, oh wow. my teeth. And so it's a hole, like it mimics your mouth. So top teeth, bottom teeth, weird. And it has a hole for each tooth. And I was like, that is fucking weird. What are your parents doing with these teeth? I think they just put away in my little hope chest. What's a hope chest? What the fuck are you going to do with the teeth? You guys, what? Yes, what's a hope chest? We've definitely explained to you before, and I don't want to talk about it now because they're going to start talking shit on us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think we have talked about this in a different episode. Oh my God. Wait, let's bring it up. Marisol doesn't know. I listen to all the episodes. I feel like I need a refresher. Yeah, right, right. Uh, I don't know if it's we talked about it. It's a Catholic school thing. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I, I don't like have one. I don't have one. That's just Jill's foot. I don't think I actually have a hope chest. My parents have a chest, like a, a wooden chest in their bedroom. They call it the hope chest. They would have like my baby blanket and like just like mementos a from hope childhood. hope chest is really kind of like where your dowry goes. Like things that oh, you Like people would save it, it for your wedding. You know, like things like, like that. Oh, but my parents don't have it like that. Here's silverware. Here's some good serving platters. Like she'll yeah. take it to a marriage. In hopes you. that you will find the yeah. man. Uh, so my yeah. dad once gave me a pan and was like, you can put this in your hope chest. I said, what? This pan's getting used now. I'm not putting hopes on it. <laughs> what are you talking about? But yeah. 
So that's like traditionally uh, what like it a, is. Like a memento. Yeah, chest. but they call it the hope chest. I, it could have started that it way. It could have been their hope But chest. they were like, got to burn this ground. She's oh not getting God. married. You're like, we have no hope. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, we, were talking, we were talking about this box at work a couple weeks ago. And I was like, but like, I was like, the kid whose teeth are in the box. I don't want these fucking teeth. Like, what is the point yeah. of saying that? I don't get it. I mean, if my parents, when eventually when they pass away, I'll have these teeth. I'm probably going to throw them away. But That's it's fine. Like, what are they for? Yeah, it's like, fine. Know. Like, it's but for then, them. It's not for me. But then one of my coworkers goes, oh, it's in case you get murdered and they need your DNA. And I was like, oh, whoa. I said, that was dark. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, dark. Sure. Oh, wow. That's sad. If you're listening, I won't name you, but you know what you said. <laughs> Well, this is I a perfect time now. for me to read you another list. <laughs> I was like, I don't even remember what we were originally talking about. Because it ended in murder. It did. So this list that I'm going to share with you is 10. I'm not going to read all 10, but the highlights of some of the craziest and most bizarre holiday foods that people used to eat. So number one, peacock meat. <laughs> During the medieval times in Europe, it was common for the wealthy to have a peacock as their meat at Christmas dinner. There was peacock pie, roasted peacock, and many other variations of the feathered bird. I eat it. You'd you eat it? I mean, I would try it. A bird's a bird. To. I like pheasants. Yeah. Not like kind of beets. It said that in the 16th century, when England, King Harry VII decided to have a turkey, that was what started turkeys. Oh. Yeah. Deb's not doing a peacock. No, no they're peacock. Like they're not you guys are shaking either. their heads. Mm-hmm. No. no. Today, Marisol ate a quinoa bite, and I was impressed with that. She happened. was very impressed. Oh, did you like it? Yeah, it was really oh, good. good. A quinoa bite? Yeah, like a little almost like quinoa granola thing, but she's very weird about tasting stuff. Uh, Just like you, Deb. Straight to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is called um, the cake with the single dried bean and a pea. This delicacy was served throughout the 18th and 19th centuries on January 5th, which was one of the most important nights on the festive calendar in Europe. Uh, although this looks like a dessert, it is usually a savory cake. Inside the cake is a dried bean and a dried pea. Whoever found the bean was deemed king for the night, and whoever found the pea was deemed queen for the night. Doesn't say what they got to do. Just said they were king you know and queen. You what they got to do. Wink, wow. wink. Ow! Yeah. <laughs> this next one is not old at all. This is called... <laughs> it's from the 60s. One of my favorite things to always look at is weird food from the 60s and 70s. This is a vegetable and tuna gelatin. So this is a bit modern from the 1960s. It was a retro mold that was full of gelatin, tuna salad, and celery Ugh. in the shape of a wreath. This bitch has always sent me this nasty 60s and 70s food. <laughs> like the center with all the savory salads on the internet. <laughs> so gross. Deb's face is like, no, she's not having it. You would try that, huh? Yeah, I would try it. I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to eat a whole portion, but I'll, I'll try a spoonful. She's going to eat the whole portion. She's going to bite and be like, this is delicious, guys. Uh, I'm no. all about this now. Oh, no. This one is from Norway. It's basically an entire sheep's head. Oh. Although this dish and concept might seem gruesome, the original recipe was normal for Norwegians and has actually made a comeback. It's another word I cannot pronounce. Shamalahov. This meal... <laughs> I don't feel like that is correct. It's probably not. Shamalahov. Shamalahov. Shamalahove. <laughs> So I always think about when you had said, um, when you guys went on your vacation and how Joe was pronouncing everything so incorrect. Yeah, so and you were like, if I if I would have gone on this trip with her, I would have not known like where she went yeah. or what she did. I'm like speaking code. I don't know. So every time she tries to pronounce a new word, I'm like, 
uh, what's coming out of my mouth? I don't correct. I know. I need to start Googling, like, how to pronounce things. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Uh, Was that the last one? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, I did find shrimp on a Christmas tree. What? What? What's the Christmas tree? It's a little tower of shrimp on a Christmas tree, which I would totally eat that. It's like a shrimp cocktail shaped like a tree. Yeah, that's cute. It's cute. I'm about it. I love shrimp. Me too. I think it's good. There's some other ones, but they're, I don't want to describe Wait, them. Wait, did you say you'd have some? Do you eat shrimp now? No. Oh, I was like, you're living. No. You become wild, Marisol. Who are you? Do you, you don't not, eat shrimp? Do you don't oh. eat seafood? No, no. Welcome oh. to my life, guys. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Pickled white fish was on the list <laughs> of that. No. no. Is that the ludipus? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that's supposed to stink. It is. Yeah. I would try it still. <laughs> you're a sneaky girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then she'd bring it to work for breakfast, Deb. So you can I, I know. Deborah's like, what is uh, she bringing now? That so <laughs> tell them the story. Tell them the story. <laughs> I'm at work and I'm like at my desk and I'm like, like smelling. And I'm just like, what? Why does. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, why does it smell like vinegar? And so I turn and like Jill's drinking tea or something right she goes are you drinking tea no and so i don't want to be like rude or anything and like be like bitch are you drinking vinegar (laughs) you know but i was just like oh are you drinking tea and she's like no and i was like what are you drinking and she's like apple cider vinegar apple cider vinegar and and hot water and hot water with lemon and i'm just like would you drink it's that? really good for you i was trying to do like a new like a cleanse to get your body going that's in the what, morning yeah, that's what you said yeah. but oh but it does God. stink do you do you like sip it or do you like no she sips it so like it smells like vinegar in my office for like sweet? two hours i used to drink it at work all the time people would get cranky with me I'm trying to like boost my it's immunity. Yeah. Yeah. But can't you just take like a shot of it? And, like it's too strong. It's you need so to cut strong. it with some water. Like yeah. I don't drink like a whole cup of it. Like I just make like a small cup, but you have to cut it with some water. Remember when you were trying to do shots? Of yeah, I tried. I tried to shoot it. I almost puked. Like it's it's too like strong. Like I started off just doing the hot water and lemon. And then I read people like, oh, add vinegar. And I was like, okay, I have drinking vinegar. So I'll just yeah, add apple cider vinegar to it. That? I don't know. Well, I don't know if I actually believe all of that anyway, but um it's good for But still, time. like it just it stinks. I hate the smell of vinegar. I, I told my smell. mom this story and she's like, some people are just really sensitive to vinegar smell. Like I, in general. Yeah. And I was like, it's probably Deborah. Yeah. And I love fermentation, so I'm I'm yeah. for I it. keep it oh. in my hydro flask, which makes it hot for too long. <laughs> because oh I can't like drink so it quickly. Yeah, your your hydro flask smell? No, because you can clean your oh. hydro flask with vinegar to get rid of like odors if it smells like anything else. So we have digressed greatly. Okay. It's a wild <laughs> night, guys. It really is. <laughs> What's next on the agenda? Next on the agenda, how about your favorite holiday foods? May or may not include vinegar. (laughs) (laughs) Holiday vinegar? It does not. It does not. not. I got my seasonal vinegar, hibiscus, pomegranate. Oh, man. I will go with tamales. Okay. Mm. Tamales are, um, they start around Christmas time. My mom might get a little festive Thanksgiving, like this Thanksgiving. That's what we had. Oh. Um, So tamales are either good from... Christmas until New Year, so it's something that we'll have because she makes big batches of, or pozole or both. That's, that's oh, I love Christmas. both. Of, I love all that. That's our Christmas. What day. kind of tamales do you guys make? What kind of meat? 
the pork and the chicken. And sometimes she makes like the sweet ones, like the strawberry ones and all, all those sweet ones. I don't eat oh. sweet. I think that's weird. I've only that. had a pineapple one, but I don't really care for them either. I don't like and the sweet ones either. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think it's well, weird. It's, it's a, a weird, weird texture. I don't like it. There's a tamale festival that I want to go to every year, like in Indio. But it's like close to my birthday. I don't know. It never happens where oh. I can go. But like supposedly there's like hundreds of different like varieties of tamales. It's interesting. I know. Well, I just told you of a gancito tamale and a hot cheeto tamale. Because I'm that out. <laughs> where can they get it, Marissa? <laughs> you guys can get it at Churrito Loco. <laughs> New location oh in Colton, God. California. <laughs> You would think that Marisol is an ambassador. I think she should be sponsored I by them. I changed the name in my head to like Chirolito. I don't know what happened. See, you're the only one who changed his names, bitch. I like Chirolito, obviously. <laughs> Chirolito Loco. Okay. Oh, my God. What about you, Deborah? Any favorite holiday foods? Yeah. Well, I mean, we had talked about this in the other episode, too. I, I like tamales, too. Mm-hmm. Um it kind of reminds me of the holidays as well. Cause it's something that, yeah, my family, we don't eat it until, um, this time of year. It's not really something that people make like during the year. I mean, some families do if you're lucky. I know yeah. if you're lucky, definitely. But yeah, I, I like, uh, tamales and I think just like hot chocolate. Cause usually mm-hmm. I don't really, I think I drink more hot chocolate, like during like November, December time than any other time of the year. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, those are like my, I guess foods. <laughs> Mine are tamales too. I forgot to mention one of my traditions growing up is we used to make tamales at my great aunt's house. Mm. And so everybody would, you, you had to bring your own apron and bring <laughs> your own spoon so you could spread the masa. And then there was like a workstation. So everybody had like a, a task they had to do. And I never had the focus to do any of this shit. <laughs> so I would just be the person who put the one olive like this in the tamales. Because She go used one. to come. Yeah. <laughs> you got to put the one so we would put olives in our tamales, the just green ones one. Or uh, black, black, black or green? Black ones, yeah. Black, yeah, I think so. So Casey went a couple times. Because yeah. I know that, like, the Central Americans, they do, like, the green olives. Oh, really? And then they'll do it in, like, banana leaves. Yeah. yeah. It's just one olive. But that's, like, Central American, but I've never heard of the um, black. Just the black. That was Jill's little job. I thought it happened. Yeah, <laughs> and that was it. All proud. And I'm then spreading when we would run out of meat, I would just make all olive tamales. And then that would be like the boo. Like you got the lame tamale. That would be all olives and no meat. I, I think my, my job was always the rolling it up. Oh, to wrap them? I'm yeah. Wrapping them and putting them like so they won't fall. Mm-hmm. Well, I also like tamales because I've always grown up around like different Hispanic people. So there's always been tamales around, but I didn't eat them for probably like six or seven years because my parents had brought them home from some coworkers. And I got, like, either, like, a pork or a beef one. And for some reason, it was, like, all fat. Like, someone, like, grabbed, like, half it and stuffed it. And I was just, like, fucking disgusted. And so I didn't have a tamale forever. Now I'm so glad I have them again because I love getting the extra masa from, like, the tail of, like, the wrapper. That's my fucking favorite piece. (laughs) I love masa. You really are a rat. You really are a rat. I used to, when I had the pet rats with my ex-boyfriend, we used to buy tamales all the time from a tamale lady that would come down the street in L.A. She had her little, like, the, like, the... Raspa man, the ice cream man. Yeah. But she'd be like, tamales at like six <laughs> in the morning, like selling tamales. And so we would always give, we would call them the tamale butts. Like we would give them to the rat, the little extra masa. And they'd be like, oh, you know that masa. <laughs> I love it. It's good. But I guess aside from that, my favorite holiday food is prime rib. Oh, yeah. that is what my family cooks for Christmas dinner. I remember being jealous every year when yeah. you would tell me to have prime rib. 
And when I was a child, I was always like, oh, why the fuck are we having this? Because, you know, like, it, I was like, it's bloody. Now I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> prime rib, bitch. <laughs> like, oh, it's so good. I'm kind of sad because, like, my dad obviously can no longer cook it. And my mom overcooks meat to me because she doesn't like it as red as I do. And so I'll be like, um, could you not burn my prime rib, please? Like, toss yours back <laughs> in the pan. <laughs> so you would have Christmas dinner till December 25th yeah. at night. No, we like, like we're like three o'clock people. Yeah, no, I so that's how I could always go like celebrate things with Jill and stuff like that because I know it's more traditional to like do things on Christmas Eve. Yeah. So I can just like go hang out, play the loteria, eat, do all that good stuff, go on the next day and go do my things. That's yeah. the both worlds. Yeah, live it up. Yeah. I have um just a story real quick about the tamales. Well, not a story, but a little fun fact, which I, me and Brian just learned that I guess people from Mexico City, they. Um, eat tamales or they like to eat tamales like in a torta like a torta de tamal oh. and I'm like dang talk about like carb double carbs yeah That's fascinating and we were just like in Mexico yeah. City Mexico City Do yeah they put it, it's just like the tamale and like the what's that bolillo yeah. Yeah. yeah or is there like lettuce and like some other crap on it I'm not sure we didn't really get details but yeah like a couple of his co-workers are from Marisol's um, googling she's ready yeah, yeah a couple she of his co-workers see. are from Mexico City and they they just told him and so he came back and he was like babe and we were like we were just like mind blown because huh. we didn't think because you know what I actually well I recently learned that a lot of people like reheat like they'll fry the tamal like to yeah. reheat it mm-hmm. and I thought that mm-hmm. that was like extra fatty but Wait, it's like fry it like in and in, in oil? oil? Like deep fry or like in a, like in like a pan? In a pan. No, in a pan. Yeah. yeah. That actually sounds fucking bad. But you actually, but yeah, like you could. I think I'd be sick. There's already fat in the masa. I feel like I'd be willing to give it a try. But mm-hmm. it like gives it, well, I mean, Does you don't have like, to like add, crust? well, you don't have to add like extra oil or just, just no, you just put it on top like a tortilla. That sounds delicious. Kind of oh. Yeah, so then it's like crispy on the that. outside. Well, this year. We know what we're doing. We're going to do it. Oh, she showed me the pictures. Uh, what did you guys find pictures of? Of the, the tamale inside of the torta. I guess some places do put extra stuff, but some of them do sour cream. Or- oh, yeah. I want some sour cream in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love my tamales. <laughs> no, the tamales with sour cream are so good. I always, <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I've never done that either. That oh. sounds amazing. Yeah. Mm. On what kind? Chicken, pork, beef? What's Both. All of them. It's just delicious. I'm gonna get some sour cream. Yeah. Oh man, we gotta buy some tamales. So next time we need tamales. Oh. That's the story. I know. The New Year's Eve episode. Tamales. Who knew we were all gonna pick tamales? Because <laughs> it's Southern California. It's true. <laughs> it's Southern California problem. It's our food. Do you guys have any least favorite traditions, either that your family does that you would like to skip if you could, or anything like that that gets on your nerves or you wish you didn't do as a family? Uh, no, I mean, I it, I don't know if it's a tradition, but I always procrastinate, like, with oh. my holiday shopping. So, like, that's, I always hate it because I'm always, like, stressed out and in the crowds and I hate the crowds. So, I'm always like, ah, I should start my holiday shopping early, but I don't. Oh, oh. that's true. Yeah. I don't have anything that I don't like. I feel like my family's pretty chill on Christmas, like. Yeah. You know, I mean, especially now that I don't live at home, because I used to be like, I'm awake, so I assume everyone else is awake. Like, as an adult, I'd be like, um, <clears throat> we should probably get up and open the gifts. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch loves nothing more than a present. I love presents! <laughs> but, um, no. Um, yeah, now I, now I roll over there, probably around like 11 o'clock, crack those gifts open, drink coffee, eat my prime rib, go home. Go home. <laughs> You're, you just don't want to be there too late. 
Uh, no, I mean, like, yeah. but it's, like, my whole family. Like, we're really small. Everyone leaves. It's not like we're, like, there all night, so. So, for me, I think, um, I don't know when you guys open, I know you do open your presents Christmas Day, but for us, I remember when we were kids, like, we, we used to have family over. <clears throat> so, we would open, we open our gifts at midnight. So, literally had to wait as a child to open your gift at midnight. So, we would have to wait the whole time. And I'm like, everybody else just gets to go to sleep and then wake up and it's there, you know? Us, we had to wait until midnight. And I think as a kid, it was, like, very, like, antsy. I'm like, is it time yet? Is it time? Like, my mom was talking to my aunts and uncles. And I'm like, can we open them yet? They're like, no, it's not midnight. Like, literally by the, like, I don't know what happens at midnight because the presents have always been there. Like, the whole. <laughs> yeah. But they, you can't open it till midnight. So, that was annoying as a kid. And I think now that I'm older, I think it's not things that I, like, traditions, but things that, like, have bothered me. Like, my mom is a last-minute, like, gift wrapper. Like, I start shopping early, and I wrap as I get it, and I put it under the tree. My mom will come out, like, Christmas Eve at 10 p.m. Like, Marisol, do you have a bag? Marisol, can you gift wrap this? Marisol, can you do that? And it's, like, so frustrating. I'm like, why couldn't, like, I had all week, I kept telling you, Mom, if you need me to wrap anything, I'll wrap it for you. And she just waited till, like, hours before. Sometimes, like, oh, I can't find it. Um, That, and then, like, my dad, I think, like, the older he's getting, like, he won't stay up. And so we're still staying up until midnight. That's how we're doing with our nephews and stuff, still staying up till midnight to open presents. And we, like, get a present like a big present for my mom and dad and so like dad you have to be awake come open your present we're excited to see my parents open presents. and he's all sleeping and he's now sleeping. <laughs> he's sleeping so it's like dragging him out of bed like dad come on just open it so i think like that's one of the traditions that i wish like we just kind of now do, like don't like, wait till midnight yeah like yeah. not wait not don't wait till midnight but let's just open it christmas day like when oh. everybody's awake now like yeah it's getting to that point now yeah. I know for us, well, we used to, like how Marisol said, we used to wait till midnight as well. But as, like, we've gotten older, now we're all, like, these old ladies and old men, I guess. And so now we're, like, telling the kids, like, oh, just open your gift at 9 p.m. So that we can, like, get home. <laughs> so, like, it's actually, hour. yeah, it's actually getting, like, you just gotta Earlier, move the clock. It's midnight. It's yeah, midnight like, house. it's okay. Like, I think everybody's just kind of, like, in agreement. Mm-hmm. Let's just do it early so that way we can all just get done with it early. And the kids aren't nagging at us. Yeah. Like, we don't know how our parents did it. Yeah. I, I know. know. I, I think the only way we got through it is because we were playing so much bingo. And, like, okay. we had a karaoke machine. Everybody was oh, wild. Yeah. 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 It was really loud. I think one of my... It's, I don't know. It's not a tradition anymore. But when I was growing up as a kid, my mom was all about, like, couponing and bargaining and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, she still is. But um, we would go to, I don't even know if you guys remember the store, Robinson's May. Yes. 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 So we would go at like five, six in the morning, like several weeks before um, Christmas and just wait in line so we could get all the doorbusters to buy everybody presents. It is freezing. Like you went basically. Black Friday, you mean? No, like they would do them every weekend. They had like certain stuff that was on special. Like deal every weekend doorbusters. And they would only get limited inventory and the price would maybe only be for a couple hours. Like, so you'd have to go and wait in line and it would be freezing cold. Like you'd be in your pajamas and just looking like, like a mess. And I'd be a teenager. I'm in high school. I don't want to do this shit. Like Mm -hmm. wake up and stand in line. Oh, it was really bad. And then my mom had to like 
have me do all the calculations to figure out the math, which I'm not the best at. Like, I could do 50%. I could do 20%. Fuck you, 30%. Like, oh I don't know how to do that. Go 10, 10, 10. Oh, that's 10, true. 10. Yeah, that's true. I'm great percent Sales, I rock that shit. I was just like, I'm out here. She's like, how much is this? How much is this? I'm like, I don't know. And then, it. And then she has to get like a minimum. It was going to be like, you need to spend $50. I'm like, you're at $49. What costs a dollar? Nothing. And then I got to go upstairs to the home section and find like a Godiva chocolate bar. <laughs> so I can like add it on. <laughs> it was me, me and my mom and my dad. But I always, I was lucky though. I always got to get like something. They would buy me whatever because it would be on sale too. But oh, it was a struggle. Oh it was so hard. You just feel like the resentment of the toe. Like I have to fucking go upstairs. <laughs> I gotta go upstairs and it's just chaos. The store is nuts. Like the workers don't want to help you. There's shit everywhere. It's not folded. It's, oh it's my bad. God. <sighs> that's why the good dive is by the register everywhere now. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So that's a, a tradition that I'm glad I don't really have to do anymore. Thank God. Um, does anybody have favorite Christmas songs? I know we talked about it a little bit. I couldn't remember my song yeah, at the time. Yeah, I couldn't remember my song either. <laughs> but now I know my song. My song is... Oh, Holy Night. Oh, Holy Night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like how you looked toward Jim. I already knew the answer. I was like, surely she knows it. I was going to say Silent Night. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh Holy Night. Right. She texted me earlier and I wrote a note. So I wouldn't yes. forget. Oh, oh, Holy Night. Deb. I can't for the life of me think how that goes. What? Oh, song by who? Holy Night. <laughs> oh. I'm not going to sing it. It's sung by Deb. No, I feel like you have an artist that you like it to be sung by. Um, no. I she likes it when it's the choir. Like the choir. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I like the choir version. Mm-hmm. Just. Yeah. And I'm the same. I figured out my, I looked up my song that I like. It's the Christmas canon. Like, that's my favorite oh. Christmas song. It almost sounds like a wedding or like pomp and circumstance and then it transitions yeah. to Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a really happy song. It is. I was like, oh, a song this makes me want to cry. And then I finally heard your Christmas shoes song. Oh, I love Christmas shoes. I oh. played it for her in the office and then yes. I started crying. <laughs> <laughs> she started crying and yeah. I was like, Jill, you could turn it off. And she was just like, <laughs> no. no, you have to hear the whole it's thing. Beautiful. It needs That's to give you goosebumps. Yeah. I played it while I was doing the gift wrapping at Terry's diner. It's I was like, so I said, you guys sad. know what we need right now? Christmas shoes. Oh, oh my so god. god. It's so sad. It is so it sad. Is sad. But it humbles you. I love it. It humbles I you. Love it makes you put things in perspective. I knew that God had sent that little boy to remind me, Deb, what oh. Christmas is all about. Yeah. Deb. Is that what you were going to say for your favorite Christmas song? I, I said it last time, but my other favorite Christmas song is I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. God, I hate yeah, that I song. I love I, Oh, I do like a little march when I hear it. I'm you in. would like that stupid <laughs> song. She does do the If yeah. there's ever a Christmas talent show, you need to perform that show. Uh, I told you, it's SBN. It's here. You're seeing it. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> what is yours, Marisol? So I I heard the the Christmas shoes song with Casey, and like we absolutely love that song. I was like, Casey, put the song on, put the song on. Absolutely love that song. Um, I actually just played it for my friend Ben yesterday. I was like, Have you heard this? Song? Oh, we what did he about, think about it? He he was sad. Like he was reading the lyrics. He was like, It's so sad. I was like, But it humbles you, right? He was like, Yeah. He's like, I can't believe I've never heard it. I was like, Right? Oh, Ben. So I put Ben on that. And then because we were talking about, we were also talking about like we we're talking about Christmas movies because we were like playing Loteria and stuff. And we're talking about Christmas movies. He's like, talking about like Home Alone and stuff. And I was like, well, I'm not very good at reminding like names and stuff. But I, I was like, I know this song for sure. You need to hear it. And so I played it for him and he was like listening to it. And I was like, do you know my favorite two songs? And then he was like, maybe. And so I was like, mi burrito sabanero. Oh, I love that song. Oh, 
Spanish Christmas song. I, I don't know if I don't I don't to be honest with you, I don't the know when it's small I first... donkey does what? Oh, you're saying bonita or are you saying burrito? burrito. 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 What's Sabanero? I don't know. We can look it up. Okay. It's a song because it's about the donkey taking Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Camino a Belen, like yeah. on the way to, yeah. Okay. So I love that. I absolutely love that song. And the, I have two. My other favorite song is Feliz Navidad. And I think that I love that song because growing up, of course, I know a lot of Spanish. I was My parents are Spanish speakers. But also I was an English speaker. So I feel like that song, because it has both languages, yeah. I absolutely love when it like, goes from Spanish to English. I was like, that's me, guys! Oh, me. you identified in that so song. I totally identify, and I absolutely love it. I looked up Burrito Sabanero, and it says, it means donkey from the savannah or the desert. Oh. So, to which Belen was the donkey yeah. traveling yeah. from to Bethlehem with oh, Jesus. That's better without yeah. the translation. <laughs> yeah, it's better. Yeah. You don't want to hear savannah. <laughs> no. That's good. Nice. I remember doing a dance in high school. My Spanish teacher, I was in Spanish. Every, if you were doing like Spanish three or four, mm-hmm. you had to do a Spanish Christmas performance. And so you would have to do like a whole dance in costume, like in character for the parents to come see. And I remember we did a dance to that. And we did the burrito. Oh. So you had to sing. Like, you could lip sing or sing, but I was yeah. awful. Like my Spanish was shit. So I would just lip sing and like pretend that I was singing. But this is a random ass memory. I did not recall this. didn't watch it. No. They played it. They made us do it like the show during like lunch hour. So oh, whoever okay. wanted to watch it, they could. And then like your family would come at night. You obviously opted out. Yeah, yeah. she was not she was about like, it. I literally, I did. The best song we did though, because we had to do a Christmas song and then a non-Christmas song, is we did Hakuna Matata in Spanish. Do you remember that? I do kind of remember. Yeah. That, yeah. So we sang all of Hakuna Matata in Spanish. We made costumes. I was Pumbaa. I was fucking great. If <laughs> <laughs> anybody wants to know, yeah, we made masks. It was so much fun. I remember that was like my brush with Spanish music. Because other than that, yeah, I didn't know anything. How funny. <laughs> Catholic school is full of songs. <laughs> I was in the school choir. We had to do Christmas concerts. Oh, I never saw her Christmas concerts. No. I, maybe I went to one choral one. Maybe. I don't remember. I don't know. It wasn't like a thing where I was like, oh, everyone's going to go. Like, yeah, but yeah. I got to admit, Joe, I'm pleasantly surprised that you knew exactly what song that was. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah. I like the song. I thought it was really cute. <laughs> it's good. Have you guys ever received a gift that left like a big impression on you? Like one of your most memorable presents? Marisol. Okay, I don't know if you know what I'm going to say. I don't. She's um, got a big grin on her face. <laughs> no, because I've never really, I don't think I've ever really asked for certain things and actually gotten what I asked for. So like well, as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I think as I got older, I just didn't ask for anything. My mom just got us whatever she wanted to. And uh, two years ago, um, I was having such a good Christmas. And I feel like, I don't, well, we talked about how my birthday is so close to Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my family wanted to overcompensate me for how I was feeling. So they went out of their way and they kind of together put together money and um, they got me like a 50 inch screen, like flat screen TV. Oh, wow. An Apple iPad and a Canon camera. And That's a professional, a, nice a, oh net, a professional Canon camera with like a good lens. Mm-hmm. So they upped it to get a good lens. And I was like, I, I think I wasn't, I honestly wasn't expecting anything. And it wasn't even about the money. Cause I was just like, you know, I was like really sad during that time frame, And so I was going through a breakup and I was really sad. And I think like, just, 
it wasn't the gifts. It was the fact that, like, they tried really hard and, like, they put thought into it and all. Like, it was all that that mattered more to me than the actual items themselves. Like, not to say that it was not, it's not oh, nice to course. have a smart yeah. TV that was, like, huge and, you know, not on my penny. But, you know, it was the fact that, like, they came together because they knew I was really upset. So they wanted to do something for me. And I thought that was nice. Oh, that's a good story. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. nice. I forgot about that. Thank God I for right now. Yeah. yeah. Deborah, um, I don't. I think. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm grateful for all the gifts that I get. Um, I I don't know. I was trying to think, and I'm like, is there any like particular gift? I think Brian always puts in like a lot of thought into like what he's gonna give me, and like, um, he always like spoils me for Christmas. Like last year, he bought me, um like some diamond earrings, which I lost. <laughs> I was actually really oh my sad God. that I lost them. <laughs> which I lost them. Because I told him, because he was like, what do you have for Christmas? And I was like, diamond earrings. But I didn't think that he was going to actually buy them for me. And then he did. And then I ended up losing them. I remember well, I this, but one. I didn't know you lost them. I lost one. I know. I didn't really want to tell anybody. Oh, God. <laughs> but Dara. I lost one of them. And then he had bought me like a necklace and like the bracelet, like the whole like set, you know, like to match. So I still have my necklace and my bracelet, but I lost one of the earrings. So I have one earring, but obviously I can't wear one earring, you know, because I look kind of ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, I think I really like love those earrings and I gave him such a hard time because when he bought me my engagement, well, when he gave me my engagement ring, it's a rose gold ring. And I was like, well, now you have to buy me new diamond earrings because my earrings are silver. My ring is rose gold and they don't match. Oh, my God. And he was like, you're such a brat. But then you're going to get for me, though, right? But then I lost like one of the earrings and then I was devastated. Where did you remember where you lost it? Like where? I know where I lost it. Where was it? So um, I know it was like, (laughs) no, well, because, okay, so we had gone to a wedding um, of one of his family members and we had to travel up to like Central California. Remember when we mm-hmm. went to that wedding? And so we went up to Central California and we were driving and I remember like the earring was like, they were bothering me and I don't know why, but like, I was just like, well, I'm going to take them off. Right. Like in the middle of our road trip. And so I decided to take my earrings mm-hmm. off because they were bothering me and which I, it was probably my fault because I was just like picking at my ears and I shouldn't have even been picking on my ears but I just have like this weird habit like I'm always like picking on my ears and so I took them off and I was like okay well I'm gonna put them in my purse like inside of this pocket like one of the side pockets in my purse so I put it I open my purse and I put the earrings in the pocket and then I close my purse well the earrings didn't make it into the purse and so we had stopped to put gas And I got out of the car, like, to stretch. And one of the earrings fell, like, down, like, where my feet were. And then the other one, I'm guessing that it fell out. Out. And then I didn't realize until we actually got to our destination. And I was getting ready for the wedding that night. And I was like, well, where are my earrings? And so I was looking for my earrings because I wanted to put them back on. And I couldn't find them. And then I had gone to the car to go look. And at that point, I didn't even find the one that had fallen on the floor. But, um... I remember I was just like so scared because I didn't want to tell Brian like that I lost the earrings. And it was it wasn't until I think the morning because we had spent the night and then um, the morning that we were going to leave. I was just like, I don't know where my earrings are. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was just like, I lost my earrings. And the crazy thing is that 
uh, like I gave him such a hard time about like the earrings being like silver and you know, you have to buy me rose gold earrings now to match my ring. But yeah, so I was like really sad. But yeah, that's, I think that's why it's so like memorable to me now because I'm just like, oh, like I wish I want those earrings back. <laughs> oh, they're gone. At least you have yeah. one. I, I know guess. I do have one, but. Oh, Deb. I know. So he, and then he had taken me, um, to like the jewelry shop, like to see how, so that I could see like how much the earrings cost. And I was like, that's oh, me. To shame me? Oh, wow, right? worry about any kids you two are gonna have. They're gonna be fucked up. It wasn't for that, but we had gone to go get my ring clean and then he was telling the the girl, because I guess he had bought like my ring and the earrings and everything like together at the same time. And <laughs> so he was telling the girl, like, yeah, remember those earrings I bought her? She lost them. Oh my and God. then she was like, oh well you could just rebuy them. And then he was like, see how much they cost? And I was just like, oh, uh, I hate you. How much you. for one? I know, right? <laughs> That's all you need is one. <laughs> so a gift that made an impression on me is not because it was, like, touching. It's because it was a lesson in, like, me shutting my fucking mouth sometimes and not just saying stuff. <laughs> because when I was dating my ex-boyfriend, I was like, oh, I really want a ukulele, dude. Like, I feel like that's, like all me like there was a commercial on I was at like a guitar set or something I was like a ukulele like I want to play one and I don't know why he listened to me that day I feel like I was always talking <laughs> so then on Christmas day he's like oh here you go and I was like this box is a ukulele like I'm looking at it I know what's inside I unwrapped it then I had to pretend to be very excited about something I knew I was never going to play I have never played it. So you wanted it, but you really didn't I mean, want it, like, as a Christmas just present. talking shit. She's like, like, I was like, oh, it'd be so cute to play Like her being a thespian. She's just talking out of her ass. <laughs> that is real. So I'm it's like one of those kid. things where, like, you really didn't mean that you want... I mean, or, like, it was the kind of thing where, like, I'm, I'm saying something like, a very abstract idea. Like, oh, playing the ukulele would be so cute. I mean, like, yeah, I would, but I'm not going to learn the ukulele. <laughs> like, you know, like, that's not a fucking thing. And so I was like, oh, like, thank you. This is so great. And he was like, well, I can't wait to hear you play it. I was like, mm, you will. <laughs> he never heard that shit. That is decor in my apartment. It's just propped up. And then once I, like, went on a few dates with a guy who played the ukulele, like a real one, like, just like a little cheapy one, oh. he had, like, a, like a quality ukulele and he's like we should play a song on the ukulele I was like um we should not <laughs> did he like, see your ukulele or, yeah, he or saw how did he it. know oh he saw it at my house but he didn't laugh at it like that's no, cheap ukulele he, well he I think he thought it was gonna be like like he thought it was more quality ukulele and then like I saw his and I was like oh that's a, like a real deal ukulele guy like you, you really play the ukulele like why didn't you marry that man <laughs> oh for a number of reasons <laughs> but um that's that's one of the guys that I finally met that I ghosted. It's that oh, guy. That guy? Oh, the ukulele guy? There was no ukulele being played when I ghosted him. Oh. That's my haunting melody, ukulele song. <laughs> but yeah, so it was just like a lesson in like, Casey, don't always run your fucking mouth. Like, because you just don't know what's going to happen. This is the same year I got a ukulele from yeah. my ex-boyfriend. Oh, really? Yeah, the exact same they Christmas. Did no. you? No, you're both just talking too much. 
I shit. think because I always wanted to play an instrument, and he was like, "You should play the ukulele." And I was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> like, I could maybe do that. I can't dedicate my life to anything. Like, yeah. that's not happening." It was just talk. It was just yeah. It was just it would be were cute. Your boyfriend's friends? No, no. <laughs> they, they never talked. They no, they were like, friendly. They, they would see each other. They were like, like homies, around, but like they yeah. were no, like, no like occasions. Not at all. And then he's like, "You need to practice." Like I started, he started like dadding me about it. Yeah. Like I got you this ukulele. You haven't opened it from the box. Like it's just sitting there. You need to practice. And I'm like, you know, goddamn well, I am not practicing this ukulele. <laughs> Why did you buy this for me? This is not happening. Mine is in my parents' garage. Like, it's not even in this apartment. So my sister wanted a ukulele, and she was actually more than just once asked for it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get it for her. So I got it for her, thinking she was going to play it. But now I know. Apparently that's me. People, don't buy ukulele. Amazon, right? This and then I was, I like, it came like, you know, there's so many ukuleles on Amazon, and this one says like it comes with a beginner's book. It's gonna teach you how to do it, and I was like, cool, it's gonna teach you how to do it. So like, she's really gonna follow through this time. Yeah, mine came with like mine had a, mine had a book yet, and everything. I have yet, yeah, hers yeah, has a book. I have yet to ever hear her play, it. and then I ask her like, so like, have you have you played it? And then she was just like. I tried. And I, was, <laughs> I mean, if you're asking, have my fingers ever touched it? Yes. yes. I strum the shit out of that ukulele, but it's I'm gonna nothing. I'm going to taste it right now. How <laughs> long ago did you buy it for her? Two years ago. Oh. Two years ago. Deb, yeah. do you have a ukulele story? Because that would fucking be That would be, be amazing. Like, I was like, what? Brian has a ukulele. Shut up. Oh, he does? Yeah. Does he so play it? Can he teach us? Uh, no. Well, I don't. I don't How know. did he get it? Yeah. Christmas? I think he bought it for himself. <laughs> No, I think he bought it for himself. Oh. Because I think he was like, I want to learn how to play. <laughs> <laughs> oh ukulele is a trend. I think they should just Trendy. record our new intro song. Oh with the ukulele. That's so sad. A power uke. Oh my god. Yeah. So it's, it's in my it's in my shoe closet. Oh, well then oh, the, yeah. the three of us possess a ukulele. Borrow <laughs> <laughs> your sisters. Yeah. That'll be fun. We'll rock out. Jam session. Yeah. yeah. That'll be our thing. 2020 companies. Oh, they did 2020. <laughs> Ukuleles. Is this what we need? Everyone want to meet? Are we opening for Post Malone next year? I mean, we fucking could be. <laughs> it could be. Oh, my God. Oh, man. It sounds like a good dream. <laughs> you know, even if we learned how to play, like, a couple chords. Like, collectively? Yeah. When you combine it, it sounds good. Really? YouTube. Yeah. YouTube all the way. This is real. YouTube. I have faith in us. Okay, I think it can happen. <laughs> okay, I'm curious to see by the end of 2020. It's not happening. <laughs> ukulele. It'll be like, oh, Monday nights, record podcast. Tuesday night, <laughs> ukulele, ukulele practice. <laughs> oh my God, my neighbors didn't hate me now. They sure will hate me in 2020. <laughs> Bring them a churro. <laughs> <laughs> have the final question for us okay the evening if money was no object what would your dream christmas situation look like i'll go first okay um so i always thought it was really cool like when people go to like aspen Mm -hmm. and so i think that that you know it looks really pretty and um that would be like my dream christmas to just like take my entire family Mm -hmm. to aspen and then we have like really white snowy like legit like what I feel is legit, you know, Christmas, like the Christmas that you see in the movies. Oh yes, 
Mine's still, mine would be similar. Yeah. Except for Aspen, I would want to go like to Maine or like somewhere on the East Coast because my dream is to always have like a white Christmas on the beach where it's actually snowing oh. and then the water is right there. Like when it's like the high grass and yeah, yeah. like that Nantucket feel. Like I would really want like a, a Christmas like that. Take my whole family and we all go yeah. to the East Coast for Christmas. Mine's in the same vein. It's a European Christmas. Like I'm watching our friends right now like go to all these places. Like they're in France now. And then where are they heading next? I don't know. But like everything's adorable. I've always wanted to be like in Europe for Christmas and like have cute hot drinks and just like roam around. Adorable. If it was money's no object, but like also just like I could actually make it happen for myself easily, it'd be to go to San Francisco for Christmas because they do a Charles Dickens Christmas fair there Ooh. where everything's all Dickensian. I'm like, I live for that shit. I love it. I think mine would be pretty similar to Deb's um, because I did grow up watching a lot of like the Christmas movies. And, you know, to me, my Christmas is way different than any movie I see. So I think like traveling with my family is big because, you know, my parents didn't really travel. And, you know, we don't we're not all on the same level of means if we travel anywhere to Mexico. And it's because, you know, we have family there and stuff. So we don't do like family vacations or anything. So I feel like having that white Christmas like and being able to take my whole family to a big house, you know, like that would be pretty. Yeah, exactly. I want us yeah. to all be under one yeah. roof, yeah. all together, like this giant tree. Mm-hmm. Everyone, in theory, everyone's in theory. wearing matching pajamas. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's my dream. I mean, if we can make my family change. We can have like a personal chef make us like Christmas yeah. breakfast. breakfast. Yeah, come on, we're at a resort. There's bungalows. <laughs> <laughs> I need the space. Oh yeah, Casey wants space. Yeah, I need space. Yeah, oh, and no. then all these activities like they teach yeah. you how to yeah. ski. It's you know snow Snow-tubing tubing mm-hmm. and snowboarding yeah. and. Fun. Uh, Snowball fights. Oh. I know. Mine would be like going on a boat like that has like Christmas lights on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like going on like a boat tour. That'd be fun. Mine's getting drunk, guys. <laughs> getting drunk? <laughs> Mine's like getting drunk or like, and then like going to sit inside like a cute little bookstore or library, like in like a little alcove with a warm beverage and a good book and a blanket. You're definitely alone. Yeah, I was like. There's no one in that situation <laughs> except no, for you. Even her other there. situation, she said, I would go to Europe. I'm my family. An enclave is there's no family enclave. That's alcove. a single person's <laughs> alcove. <laughs> um, there are plenty of bench seats for everybody. Bench seats, yeah. Is bitch. Yeah, I mean, like you know, you know, that's what I want to do. Yeah, that's that's what I want to do. I won't knock the dream, but I'll judge it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. The whole family's involved. I mean, we're all just such different ages. It's hard yeah. for me to think of like what we would all do. Like, I have like a moody teenage niece, and I have like little kids, and I have like. My, like, I don't know how far I'm supposed to expand out because my family's all over the place. Oh, that's so true. That's the whole thing. Like, that's why I'm more like, oh, what do I want to do? Because we're not all together, you yeah. know, like. That's true. I would like to spend Christmas one day, like, in Missouri, where most of my family's from, and then try to do one in the South. Those places are just too fucking cold, though. Like, it is so fucking I would cold. really want to have a tropical Christmas, like, going to Hawaii or something, where it's like, oh, every, all the palm trees are all lit up for Christmas time or something like that. I think that something would be Something completely different Something than total the opposite. Yeah, because yeah, here in, like, SoCal, it's it's mild. Like, it's not cold or yeah. hot. Like, there's no extreme. So, I feel like that would be fun to have both. Mele Kaliki Maka. Or to even experience the different cultures and, like, their mm-hmm. different traditions. Yeah, that would be cool. Except the weird ones. <laughs> I didn't even crap I, I left a lot off this oh, list because I did not want you guys to freak out. I'm not trying to make it be a horror Christmas. No, so I appreciate is. everybody sharing yeah. all their Christmas stories. I feel like I'm really in the spirit. This is great. Everyone go play Christmas shoes. Oh, Humble yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want people to do, Deborah? 
just be happy. Oh, be happy. Yeah. Be happy. <laughs> I think so, too. That's a good one. Be happy and be grateful yeah. for whatever it is that you have. I like how mine is to be so sad. Like, don't be happy. Listen to this sad-ass song. Well, you listen to it, and then, I, like, you appreciate the little things. such a good things. Christmas spirit, though. I love you it. Pre- you appreciate the little things after that. Well, what is it? What are, where does the sadness take you? I don't know. I, I just, I like sad things. But I always feel really emotional when I hear that song. It, it really, like, gets to me. I think it's because it's, like, a really strong voice. Because I'm the same way with, like, Josh Groban's Believe. I sing that shit. Like, I'm at Carnegie Hall. Like, <laughs> I am in it. I'm like, I do believe Josh Groban. Like, it's just very, like, emotional to me. Like, I like little fun, happy songs. And of course, like, my Hippopotamus song. But, like, I don't know. I like the real spirit of Christmas. Not just, like, mm-hmm. commercialism or, like, mm-hmm. being cute. Like, I like, like, it's about being together. It's about, like, <laughs> Except not. Together and then apart, guys. Together and then apart. I can appreciate our time together more when I've had some time apart. Yeah. You feel love. Wait, wait, I just have to ask before we end. So have you heard Christmas Shoes Naturally? No. Oh. And I am bitter as all fuck. Well, it says December 2nd. So have you been listening listening to Coast? I've been listening to Coast. At work? Sometimes. Well, put it on at work. Well, work just started today. I think they're waiting to play no, it. they've been playing Christmas music since, like, November 9th. I've been having it in the car a lot, and I have not yeah, encountered that song. And, like, I really won't feel right until I hear it. Yeah, like, naturally. So oh. It has to happen, I guess. You'll get yeah. your Christmas wish. It'll happen. I know. It's all I want. <laughs> Would it be natural if, like, you walk in here and Joe has a playlist that no. I know? That's not natural? No, because I feel like she knows it's coming. Like, it, ha- mm. it has to, like, just come on the radio. Like, it has to just be, okay. like... I'm not going to do that so she can yell at me and be like, that's <laughs> not natural! I would enjoy it, but, like, it's not the same. Like, I've played I'll, it, I've played I will have burst your myself. Christmas bubble. I can't do it's it. Just, it's just something, like... I remember, like, obviously, like, when Jill and I would both, like, live with our parents and stuff like that, and even be in the car with them, we'd be on the phone and be like, oh, my God, Christmas shoes is coming on. Like, it was just, like, a special thing. And I'd be like, don't talk until it goes off. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk. <laughs> a lot of our teenage friendship was me telling Jill to shut up while we were on the phone. Because <laughs> she tried to call me while I was doing stuff. Whatever, bitch. Whatever. <laughs> All right. She did it on purpose, guys. All right. <laughs> With that, everyone have a fantastic Christmas. Thank you for coming back, Marisol. Thank you for Thanks. having me. We love you. Thanks. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Happy holidays. Bye. 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 Bye.